Hello and welcome to Southern Cross Stadium for tonight's round eight match of the WNBL here between the two Canberra sides, the Canberra Transact Capitals and the AIS. It's election night and we're wondering whose vote will count here at the Southern Cross Stadium. So far the Capitals have wrapped up the series 2-0 but the AIS took the Capitals to the wire two weeks ago and with their current form being very strong, the AIS could do it again. The Capitals coming off a doomsday double disappointment. It is going to be interesting tonight. Craig Ravel and Michelle Hocking with you here at Southern Cross Stadium. And Michelle, it is going to be an interesting night. The Caps can ill afford to drop a game to the AIS. Oh, absolutely. You know, they were really disappointed that they didn't split, at least split last weekend's road trip. So, you know, I think they'll come out tonight and play with a lot of passion. Uh, Graffy said in the uh, in the pre-game interview that you know the fact that they're losing possession, they're not doing a good enough job on the boards. They've focused on that at training this week. They did some work on ball screen action, which is where Nicole Hunt went to ki went to school against them on uh, on the last time they played. So they've been working on it, and uh, you know I think. Tonight, the key will be which team comes out of the blocks ready to play. And, you know, that's something Dean said, is that when his group comes out and starts the game well, they play well. It sets the tempo and the barometer for them. So, uh, yeah, I think the first, you know, couple of minutes of this game will be critical. It's interesting tonight. There is a couple of, uh, a couple of milestones that are being reached. Katie Ray Esri going into the round eight matches was one off 50. Wednesday night, the AAS played Sydney, so tonight is Katie Ray Esri's 51st game in the WNBL, all of those games with the AIS, an amazing stat. And for the Capitals, well, Caitlin Cunningham is three games away from 50, and Peter Sinclair next Friday night will play her 50th game in the Australian Defence Forces W. MBL. It is also, uh, well, Tally Bevilacqua. I don't think she's going to get the 73 points tonight to get to 2,000, but if she does, you know the Capitals will be I getting think be a, win for a, a landslide <laughs> victory, yes. It is interesting. Averaging tonight, it is uh, Bibby on 20 points, Natalie Hurst on 15, Abby Bishop on 14, and Tracy Beattie on 12, Mariana Tolo on 18 for the AS, Kayla Francis on 14, and Nicole Hunt on 11, rebounding for the Capitals, Abby Bishop on 6 a game, Tracy Beattie on, uh, sorry, Abby Bishop on 7 per game, Tracy Beattie on 6, Kayla Francis is on 14 per game. So far this year, as I mentioned in the introduction, it's 2-0 to the Capitals, but it is the AAS side that has now got 5 wins under Dean Kinsman, 3 of them this year. Yeah, and you know, we they really are, um, whilst they're young in age, and, and Dean talked about this again, they are quite experienced. They've had, you've got a Katie Esbury who's got uh, 50 games up, and they've all had experience internationally, and when, you know, in the so-called off-season for the AIS, they tour the states, and they, they do that sort of stuff. So they're pretty experienced. They know how to travel. They know how to come up and play games week after week after week. So, uh, you know, it's it, the maturity is there for them despite the age. They, you know, they still do have lapses, obviously, but um, the maturity is there for them this year. 
It is indeed. As the two teams are being introduced to a, uh, well, for an election night in Canberra, it is not a bad crowd. It is uh, amazing that WNBL can pick the election night so well and always ensure the Capitals do have a home game on that night. As, uh, well, the Capitals now are introduced. A big cheer in the AIS side when number 23 of the AIS, Sarah McCampion, was out onto the court. That's right, she's a local Canberra kid. I coached her as a junior many, many years ago and it's absolutely terrific to see some ACT kids, you know, making it into the um, AIS squad and, uh, you know, she's going to learn a lot, getting some exposure to the Women's National League and uh, all the best to her. I hope she gets some court time. Well, we'll hear from the coaches now as Michelle caught up with them whilst the National Anthems play. A game on Wednesday night against Sydney Uni. You probably weren't too happy with the form on, on Wednesday night? No, we, we started pretty well. We lost our way early in the first quarter and we really didn't recover. Um, having said that though, we still had a few moments in the last quarter where we could have got in the single figures again. We didn't play well, we didn't travel well, um, and we're really looking forward to uh, you know, getting back on track again tonight. Great, and you played the uh, Capitals about two weeks ago and you had a great outing against them and took it right to the wire, nearly got over the top. The girls are pumped for this one and ready to go the full yard? Well, you know, we certainly, we're neighbours, we play each other quite a bit and you know, this is our third contest in the, in the regular season. We had two in pre-season, so... Both groups know each other really well. It's going to be, I expect the heat to be really on in the first quarter. And, and for us, it's a matter of uh, you know, us coming out with the right level of intensity. Uh, and that will set the tone for the game. And Tolo and Francis have been pretty good for you all year. Um, I think the barometer has been when you get some mileage out of Hunt and, and some of your perimeter players. Have you been you know, talking to them about that sort of stuff? Oh, look, you know, the, the two tall girls have really had a great year. Um, and obviously teams are going to come out and target them and, and do a job on them. And Nicole Hunt's played very well. The, the games that she's played well in the last three, um, we've had really good results. And again, we're looking for a big game from her. We need, me and Yuli's been playing well. What we need is a couple of extra perimeter baskets just to stretch their defense a little bit so they can't double in and, and help out on the bigs. So we're looking for a couple of girls to be able to stick a few outside shots for us tonight. And overall, your season's been pretty good. You've got some big wins and, you know, you've dropped some games. But, you know, it's a young group. You're learning how to play. The girls are developing. You'd be pretty pleased generally. Oh, look, I think we've matured a lot um, from where we've been over the last 18 months, two, year, uh, two years. This year, there's a lot more maturity in the group. Like, they're young by uh, definition of their age, but experience-wise, you know, we've got three or four girls now are in that 50-game bracket. And for us, that's, that's important. Other teams, you're looking at 300 games, but... That is a big thing for us, to be able to play those, get those girls in that 50 game bracket. means, that, And we get to play a little bit as well, more than probably some others do in their position. So that, that we're capturing a bit of that experience and I think the World Championship junior experience this year helped a lot as well. And the key to tonight's game? Uh, the key to tonight's game is, is the start. I think clearly in the first three or four minutes, you know, I think if we're able to apply ourselves well there, we'll set a good tone for the game. Thanks for your time and good luck. Yeah, look, I think we're always ready. You know, it was a tough road trip not to not to get a win, but you know, Perth played well, and, and the game against Adelaide was a, was a hell of a ball game against the title favourites. So, you know, we need to get back in that winning circle and charge on to Christmas and, and come up with as many wins as we can. And you know, we never take this team lightly. They're a tough young opponent. Um, you know, great individual matchups tonight, so it's going to be a good one.
Absolutely, and you're right. They took you to the wire about two weeks ago. I think it was four or six points. Uh, you know, the girls have been struggling a little bit on the board and looking, you know, get possession. Has that been a uh, focus at practice this week? Yeah, it has. Look, our rebounding's been up and down, and it's, it's something we, that we, you know, we practice it every day. It's just we gotta we got to get the mental skills to, to be a persistent rebounding team. And, um, you know, when we win the boards, we often win the contests. And, you know, particularly with uh, with Tola and Francis, Francis in particular is an outrageous rebounder. We've got to do a task on them. And, and then really it's about us. We've got to control the momentum of the game. These guys have got better at handling momentum swings. And we are, you know, they, they're good at, at making runs. We've got to make sure we kill those runs by staying locked down on D and getting possession. And any injury worries coming out of last week or is everyone fit? Uh, yeah, we've got a few. Tracy Betty's knee, she, she missed a practice early in the week. Tully obviously had a pretty bad ankle from the weekend last weekend. Um, you know, those two in particular aren't, aren't perfect, but nothing major. They're just niggles that we've got to manage. And last time you played the AIS, Nicole Hunt really had a big game for him. You know, you struggled with ball screens and that sort of stuff. I guess that wasn't something that you want to shut down early tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, we, we got a whole lot of ways to defend ball screens and, and we just didn't get it done. You know, we, we, it wasn't through, you know, trying to change things. They, we just didn't action it. And, you know, we'll give them some different looks tonight and, and you're right, I mean, she's playing super ball and her, her ability to come off those screens is critical. So the way we defend that, I think, will have a big impact on the game. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Luke. Well, in AIS fashion, there was no national anthem CD in the player and the crowd has just given a, a uh, well, a rousing rendition of Advance Australia Fair. We're at the Southern Cross Stadium where the Capitals take on the AIS. This is the Capitals Radio Network. Michelle, as we get to uh, within two and a half minutes of tip-off, what are your thoughts heading into this game? Well, I think the first thing, the key for the Capitals is that they really have to do a great job on the boards tonight. We've got Tolo and Francis who have been doing a fantastic job for the AIS all year on on the boards and uh, the Capitals will really have to focus on that and ensure that they're coming up with the boards, getting the possession because from that they can get their transition game going. When they don't come up with early... Uh, with good possession off of the glass. They just can't get out and run the floor like they like to. And, you know, when you've got a group with a, a uh, Bevilacqua and Bibby and Hurst and Abrams and, you know, the bigs that can get up and down the floor pretty quickly in, in Bibby and, and even Tracy Beattie, she's quite quick up and down the floor, you really need to, you know, utilise that to your greatest benefit. So I think that, you know, possession game for the Capitals will be key tonight. It's an interesting stat. These two teams have uh, a, a rivalry, but it's not as fierce as a Townsville Capitals rivalry, of course. But uh, they have a, a great rivalry. It's a 10-0 and streak for the Capitals. And it goes back... The last time the AAS won here at Southern Cross Stadium, or I should say at a Capitals home court, was 2002. And it is 2004 since the AAS last had a win over the Transact Capitals. It's a long time between drinks. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. So it is uh, an interesting an interesting game ahead. Here on sportradio.com.au we hope you enjoy the action of the Canberra Transact Capitals up against the AIS. The lineups for the night, well, Cunningham, Hurst, Sinclair, Bishop, Bibby, Benny, Abrams, Govin, Beatty, Hayes, Bevilacqua for the Capitals. For the AIS, it's Francis Kennedy, Martin Cumming, Gaze, Esri, Langford, Tolo, Newley and McCappian. 
so, all in readiness now as the starting five head out onto the court for the AIS. And it will be, well, really no surprises. Francis, Martin, Esri. No, in fact, it won't be Esri. It will be Newley, Tolo. So, Francis, Martin, Esri, Tolo and Newley. For the Capitals, it will be Bibby, Betty, sorry, Bibby, Beatty, Abrams, Bishop, and Bevilacqua. There's a lot of bees in there. I oh, know, it's there? all too much for me, Michelle. <laughs> it's going to be Tolo and Beatty to uh, face each other. Beatty with the uh, Borg. Bjork-like pigtails tonight. <laughs> right. And the strut knee. That's interesting. Yeah, it is indeed. She's got to- a little bit of a knee injury. Well, I thought Tolo won the tap, but Aqua gets first use of it, drives it straight down to the paint, goes across the base, gives it to Bibby, who gets it back to Aqua, jump shot on the baseline, bounces off the ring. Francis going after it has just a touch on it before it's over the baseline, and it will be Caps ball from the baseline and a new 24-second clock to work with. Abrams looking to bring it in, gives it to Bibby, pull-up jumper, 12 foot, just overshot a little bit, but Bishop was good enough to do the rebounding, and Bevilacqua sets up again. Inside to Bishop, and a foul, just a cheap foul that time on Tolo. Yeah, and good signs from the Capitals. They've come up with, what well, I think that was three offensive boards in the one set there. And the other thing is, you know, take it at uh, Tolo and she gets a foul 30 seconds into the game. Got to be happy with that. Well, yes, that is a good signs for the Transact Capitals who have Bishop hitting her first points for the game. And makes the second, so the Caps away with a two-point lead here in the opening moments. Cats are extending their pressure early and forcing, putting Newley under a lot of pressure there. Oh, and a turnover. And it's Bishop that does the turnover there as Hunt's pass to Francis doesn't go. Hunt gets in there, rakes the ball away on the layup step and Bishop will go to the lane once again. Yeah, Bishop came up with the steal on that play but really, you know, the pressure that uh, Bevilacqua was putting uh, Hunt under in the backcourt, she just couldn't see the floor properly and copped the ball up on a, a soft entry pass. And Bishop, the only scorer for the Capitals so far. Oh, another offensive board almost. She missed the second, and the Caps will get it again. Just disappointing stuff from the AIS at the moment. As the inbound pass gets off to Bevilacqua. Oh, this time the turnover went into Bishop, but Tolo was able to strip the ball, Michelle. Yeah, she's got long arms, go-go gadget arms, Reached in there and dislodged it. Newley now has the ball, running around Hunt, trying to get free. Newley gets away from Abrams for a moment but can't use the screen. Francis at the left elbow, bang. Francis gets her first points for the game and the AIS are back to a one-point deficit. Pretty solid defence inside the key, nice and physical. Beattie now goes right side to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua looking around over the top. They're finding Bishop with a lot of ease. Turns in the paint. And makes the shot, Michelle. Yeah, look, nice little uh, fall-away jump shot from Bishop there. She felt where Tola, Tola, sorry, Francis was and just lent and knocked down a nice little sweet J. 
So the AAS running through said, Hunt again, lucky that the ball wasn't stripped from Esri. And that we'll see as Esri took off on a drive, the foul being called. And Esri will go... No, she won't go to the line because she wasn't putting up a shot. But I just didn't quite catch who they called that one on. There's a couple uh, reaching Bevelacqua, in. I think it was. It was Bevelacqua reaching in. Inbound ball goes to Francis. And Francis called for a travel. So things not going the AS's way. The Caps off to a good start here. Yeah, look, the Capitals, I'm, I'm really um, pleased with the way that they're playing defence. You know, they're putting a lot of pressure on. They're getting in the lanes and taking a few risks and relying on the help to come to them. It's good to see. Aqua and Abrams with the long blue socks. Lux of fortune here. The Caps tossing it too far to Bibby. Bibby is able to, uh, on the retrieve, have it thrown back. Comes to Beattie and eventually the score is made. You know, I've got to say, this is the most passion or intensity I've seen Tully Bevelacqua start a game with all season. Newly drives down Beattie with the rejection. And it's off to the races once again for the Capitals. Abrams dumps it off. Baseline. Jay doesn't fall for Bishop. Not something we see in uh, Bishop's game all too often either, Michelle. Uh, oh, another turnover from the AIS. Abrams has got it after Bevelacqua picks herself up on the floor. Just telling you it's 7 minutes and 31 left to go in the first term. And Bevelacqua has got herself off the floor. Game on. <laughs> game on. Great play. Oh, great shot. Well, it wasn't a shot. It was a pass that looked like a shot from Bibby from outside the three-point arc, looking for Beattie, who was cutting into the paint. Unfortunately, the brakes on the Beattie machine was one step too long, <laughs> and it was a foot over the baseline, which uh, caused the turnover. Yeah, yeah didn't, didn't execute as well as they would have liked, but uh, the screen action was terrific, and it really opened the play up. Dean's had to call the timeout here. You know, it's a little bit of panic stations. AIS aren't coping very well with the defensive pressure that the... Uh, uh, Capitals are putting them under. So they'll just be talking about that, you know, and just settling the girls down a little bit, telling them to use some of their pressure release plays to minimise um, the, the pressure that the guards in particular are feeling. And I guess at the defensive end of the floor, you'll certainly be having a word to them about doing a much better job of boxing out and keeping the Capitals off of the offensive glass, which is, you know, important. Bishop with five points already in the game as uh, Francis has only got two, as seven minutes, 23 seconds left to go in the first term. And the AS, five points down, but not out of it at this stage. So the Capitals know that whilst things are looking good for them, they're not out of this, they're not home and hose. Absolutely, and we know all season the Capitals have yet to string together 40 minutes of quality basketball. So, you know, they've got a good start here. They just have to keep the... Keep the momentum up. Keep the uh, game, playing the game they want to play. Esri now has the ball. Tolo through hands back to Hunt in the front court. Going around the arc. Oh, the pass. It was almost a veal. Hot pass looking to peel Francis. Uh, Tolo on the baseline. But uh, Tolo just wasn't looking for it. And uh, Dean Kinsman quite animated with uh, the fact that that was another turnover against the yeah. AIS. Beattie now around the arc, gives it to Bevelacqua who puts the ball on the floor but backs away. Abrams in the paint. This time the pass was too hot for Beattie. And now it's the AS working out. Francis has got down Esri in the paint. And it was good chain passes there. Hunt to Francis at the half. Then it was Esri cutting into the paint who put it in. 
Yeah, look, just good transition basketball from the AIS. They just got out, ran the lane, pushed the ball up hard and found the open player. You know, there's only really Abrams to defend three of them, and it's a pretty big ask. Bev Lackwin now working the ball back for the Capitals as it's a 7-4 ball game and Nat Hurst has come into the game and Nat Hurst already trying to take position in the corner for a three-point play. Newly almost travelling as she picked up the ball. Francis, she stops to set for a three, then goes to Hunt on the opposite side. Beattie reaching in just clumsily there, slapping the arms of Tolo, and that will see her give away her first personal foul. Yeah, she knew it. Hand was up straight away. She was just a little bit slow reacting. There so. was no what me. No, no, that's yeah. right. I'll, I'll own that one, she says. Um, yeah, but look, uh, another good element of the game that I'm seeing from the Capitals, which has been a little bit lacking, has been just general penetration. Oh, Beattie's been called for a second foul mm -hmm. now. And that is, uh, well, very good work from Tolo, who worked her body under. So as she was coming up, there was nothing that Beattie could do. She had her hands there trying to protect, but it was an invasion of the cylinder. Absolutely, you know, definitely a foul, and she's going to have to come out, and Krista Hayes is coming in for her. But the real issue here is not the fact that Tracy, you know, fouled her. It was the fact that there's no communication on that screen action, and the Capitals have been suspect all season on screen action, particularly ball screen action, but we're seeing tonight off the ball screen action. They're just not communicating and getting through it. Tolo makes the two and we're back to a one-point ball game with six minutes 18 left. The AIS in a full-court press. The ball goes from Hayes to Abrams who gets it to Hurst who gets away from Esri. Esri now watching Hayes. That'll be an interesting duel there because they've both got wheels. Hayes and Esri, uh, sorry, Hurst and Esri. There goes back to Abrams around two. Bevelakwo puts up the three, rattles off the iron. Tolo pulls down the rebound, and the AS would be up here because they've got Beatty out of the game. Absolutely, you know. And, and the other thing is they've come out of that timeout, and they've really oh great offensive execution. Again, the Capitals just getting caught up on good screen action and. Uh, they're paying the price for it. AIS in front as the layup from Abrams doesn't drop and Francis is carrying the ball back, gets into trouble as Bishop and Abrams double-teams her. She has to go to Tolo to do the rest of the carry. Newley, who looks like she's sucking in some big breaths already as she carries the ball across the court, gives to Esri who drives down baseline, shot doesn't fall, Esri and Hayes lock it up and it'll be interesting because, as I said, I thought Tolo had locked, had uh, won the tap but in fact it has been credited to Beatty, and that means the AAS get the jump ball. Yeah, so another Capitals have been caught out twice on this one play, so they want to make sure uh, they didn't fall for it through third oh, time. Cummings is into the game for the AAS, as Tolo just can't quite get hands on the pass. Esri just tried to put it out in front of her, but it was a little bit too far. The AAS still in a full court press here. Abrams looking to bring it in, gives it to Bevelacqua now. No rest here. AAS leading by one at the half of the first term. As Bevelacqua drives baseline, Abrams gets a hot pass inside the haze, doesn't drop. Bishop can't get the rebound. It goes quickly out to Hunt, who beats a path down the floor. Hurst is watching her coming. Then to Esri. Esri on the 45 left. Tolo on the left elbow. Outside to Francis for three. Hits the iron. Abrams in front slaps it away. Hurst and Hunt wrestling for the ball. It is the AS ball over the baseline. And now the AS really looking confident. 
Absolutely. You know, they've picked their defensive pressure up. They're getting out in the, fr- in the full court and putting the Capitals under pressure. They're defensively bumping them around, taking them out of their offensive sets, and it's creating opportunities at the offensive end. Has been an interesting start. AOS by one with 4.35 left to go in the first term. Hunt, oh, works hard. Bishop rejects, but Bevelak was being called for a second foul, reaching in on the baseline drive of Hunt. It was a bad call. Oh, look, you know, maybe it was there, maybe it wasn't. You're just in the context of the game. There's been a lot of other physical play that's been let go. So when they start calling those what I call soft ones, you get a little bit confused as a player. But, you know, Bevelak will adjust to that. Her second personal foul, she stays on the floor for the moment as she has a, a quick chat to uh, the ref. Not that that's going to do anything now. And uh, Hunt converts both. Uh, sorry, converts one of two. My really apologies. quick pace the game at the moment. It is. As Bibby over the top to Bishop. Bishop backs into the paint, puts up a shot. And now Francis, who looked like she was standing there doing nothing, is being called for the foul as uh, Bishop on the fadeaway, Jay, uh, did go to the floor, but I didn't think Francis moved into her at all. Uh, I could, from this angle, it was too hard for me to say, but obviously, you know, the rest called it. Dean wasn't happy about the, the blow, but um, and she's got to make the foul shot. She's missed the first. Yep, that's right. It's not an expensive one, but in the scheme of things, she's missed the second as well. Cumming gets the rebound. And Hunt will carry it down the floor as coming. Gets a screen from Hunt. Pull up. Jay from the free throw line and the AIS bench is up as they get out to a, a bigger lead now. Down the other end, Hurst is called for a travel as she slipped over with the ball. Yeah, look, Kerry Grass had to call a timeout here. It's just the AIS have just really done a great job. They were down by five. Dean called the timeout, spoke to the girls, and they just came out of the blocks ready to play. They're out by four now, the AIS, in a huge three-and-a-half-minute turnaround. That's right. The Cats have not scored in that three-and-a-half minutes of play. So, you know, alarm bells are going down at the Cats' end. I think, you know, uh, for the Capitals, the, you know, losing Tracy out early with two um, takes some size out and makes it much... gives both Tolo and Francis a lot more freedom, which also means that the Caps are, you know, starting to worry a little bit more about that and, and a bit more focused on helping out on that rather than playing their own. Uh, screen action, you know, the Capitals are starting to get caught up on a lot of screen action again, so I'm sure that's the sort of thing that Graffy will be talking to them about, you know. They're focused on it during the week of training. You've got to just do the job, girls. It's no good doing it on the training track if you're not going to do it on the floor. That's right. And, like, when, you t- when we said... Beatty's out of the game. This is what's out. Shooting at 64% so far this season. Has got a uh, steal average of one point game. Has got a block shot of 2.4 per game. And a rebounding effort of 6.3 per game with 12.3 points per game to go with it. That's a lot to have sitting and on the bench. And just that intimidation factor. She might only get two blocks a game, but she uh, changes a lot of shots as well. AIS with the ball in the front court. Esri goes to Francis on the right elbow. Hands off to Hunt. Over to Esri again. Francis in the paint. Fade away Jay. As oh, great work by Langford. Great athleticism. Puts it in, but it's into the breadbasket of Hurst, who carries the ball back for the Capitals. Settling things down here with 3.31 left to go on the clock. 
Sevalakwa inside to Bibby. Pulled up the free throw line. And that is Bibby's first points for the game. Classic Bibby, isn't it? Just bending that corner and hitting that short jumper on the left-hand side of the key. Esri backs into Hurst and gives it off to Cumming. Coming over the top to Francis. Francis hands off again to Hunt. Almost a double dribble that time. Coming, goes down to Francis, low post, left-hand side, goes to the uh, lane, and then overshoots the shot. Hurst comes up with it. Hurst carrying it all the way, then goes off to Bevlacqua on the right-hand side. It touches Hunt on the way over the baseline, and we will have a number of subs. Kennedy coming in for the AIS with Tolo also coming in. Tolo walking in just was not watching and Abrams just gave her the short sharp. (laughs) Also didn't see who came back in then for the caps as Bibby, nice 12 foot baseline J. We got Abrams back in I think for Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua's having a break. 11 points apiece here at the Southern Cross Stadium. It's all tied up again as Kennedy Watched by Abrams. Goes across court. Over to the right-hand side now. Cummings drives into the paint. Oh, Beattie got all ball on the slap, but Cummings was still good enough to get the shot. She's really strong with that drive. Good to see. Cummings. Oh, yes, are really active offensively. Are indeed. Bibby. Her. Uh, Bibby. Hayes. Bibby. Bishop. Bishop drives in, and that will be the second personal foul on Mariana Tolo now. Yeah, look, uh, I was just going to say that at the offensive end for the AIS, they're doing a fantastic job of creating opportunities for each other without the ball in their hands. They're really active, they're making sharp, hard cuts, they're setting good screen action for each other, and it's a struggle for the Capitals to contain them. Hunt sits down as uh, Martin comes in, and Bishop, who makes the shot, will go to shoot the bonus now for the Transac Capitals. An interesting game with two minutes and nine seconds. The Capitals are back out to a two-point lead with a shot to come. Bishop, all net. I'd imagine the Caps will get right up and put a full-court pressure on here. Well, I thought she made the shot. Obviously not. She misses the second free throw. I think the scoreboard might have missed it, but she certainly made that one. The first one. The first one, yep. As coming now over the top to Tolo, then goes back to... Kennedy to Langford, then to Martin. Martin gets a screen from Langford, but doesn't get away from Hayes. Over to Cumming now. Five seconds left. Cumming jumps over the top to Tolo. Great job. And that was a great piece of work by Kelly Abrams. Fantastic help defence. We know Kelly Abrams is a great defensive player. She just anticipates and gets great body position. That's another example. You know, she just she forced to travel out of Tolo. She was going to travel or she was going to charge. As the inbound pass goes to Bibby, it's handed off to Hurst. Hurst brings the ball down the right wing. Kennedy watching Hurst. It goes to Abrams. Inside to Bishop. Turn around. Jump shot from Bishop. Goes to nine points for the game. She's really taking it at him, isn't she? She's doing a good job of, uh, you know, making them play tough D. And if she keeps going at Tolo and Francis like that, that's uh, just what the Cats need. 15-14 here. Coming, so shot rattles off the iron. Martin gets it back, does a lot but can't get it. She eventually dribbles it out of trouble. 
gives it to Kennedy. Kennedy gets to Langford. Langford from just inside the three-point oh. arc. Can't get it a drop. Martin was all over the back of Bibby, but Bibby's off to the races down the left wing. Gives it to Abrams. Back to Bibby. Bibby, turn around, Jade, from the low post. Left-hand side. Shot doesn't fall. Tolo's in there. And Kennedy now pushes it long to Langford. Langford, bounce oh. pass over to Cumming. Cumming goes back outside to Kennedy who sets up. Tolo was looking to get into the key there. The pass didn't come to her. Now Martin cuts. Martin gets a screen from Tolo but doesn't get away from Bibby. Dumps it back as Langford goes over the top. Bishop makes the steal and Bishop's off to the races. Oh, she loses the dribble. Abrams is there and controls things again for the Capitals. And the Caps have done a good job defensively of getting the clock down to three seconds on that one as well. So much better defence. Abrams inside goes to Bibby. Left-handed jump shot. Doesn't fall. A pushing foul. Being called on Abby Bishop. That will be Bishop's first personal foul. It means we walk the floor, though, because that's the 15 foul. Yeah, but I think it, it, they won't walk oh, the floor the because it's a... Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, it's an offensive foul. No, but. they've called it. They've obviously called the, the possession had already changed on that one, so they will walk the floor. All right. Yep. And Nikita Martin is going to line up for her first opportunity. Now, I had Martin starting, but uh, perhaps I was incorrect there. Yeah, no. Maybe it was Esri. Yeah, no. Esri started. Yep. We've got Pete Sinclair's come in for the Capitals now, and Krista Hayes has stepped out, so they're a bit smaller, but Pete, you know, she can battle with the best of them in the, in the paint. As Martin misses the second. It's all tied up, 14 points apiece on the scoreboard. As Hurst tries to take it all the way, foul called with 1.8 seconds left. I think that's on Nicole Hunt. It will be her second personal. Dean Kinsman is frustrated, and as you can imagine, because it automatically sends Hurst to the line. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that you know, realistically, you know that when you're coming down, there's six seconds on the clock. What are you going to do? You're going to clear out some space and let a, a Hurst or a Bevilacqua or someone go one on one to the basket. So. Not, not thinking too well there, the AIS. Hurst's first points for the game. Hunt shoots from half court, but can't bank it in. And at half time, the Capitals with a two-point advantage, 16-14 to 14 here at Southern Cross Stadium. And Michelle, a game of such diversity. It was all Capitals. It was looking Capitals by how far. And just as you said, in that timeout, well, don't forget the Cats haven't played 40 minutes this season. <laughs> They decided, me, to take, they decided to take that three-and-a-half-minute break you talked about. That's exactly right. And the, it has been a game of, uh, you know, we talk about games of quarters. Well, this quarter's been a game of minutes, you know. We had the Caps and then the AAS came back at them and then the Caps were consolidated again. So uh, it's, it's tough out there and it's hot and the girls are being physical. And, and it's, you know, in the first couple of minutes there was a quite a bit of um, couple of turnovers, but generally the quality of the game's been pretty good. So going to be an entertaining one. It is an entertaining one in fact. Abby Bishop, I said, had nine points. I was one point out on my score. So Abby Bishop has eight points, four points for Jess Bibby and two points apiece for Natalie Hurst and Tally Bevilacqua. Importantly, Beatty and Bevilacqua both on two personal fouls. For the AAS, four points for Cumming and four points for Ebsery, two points for Francis and Tolo, one point apiece for Martin and Hunt. Two personal fouls for Hunt and Tolo. That is the critical stat there for mine. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, they really need Tolwa to stay out on the floor for him. And, and Hunt as well, who does a good job for them. But, um, you know, Tolo, she's just been a real force this season. And she's playing with such consistency. She does a good job for him on the boards. She's a reasonable defender on the other team's bigs. And offensively, she knocks down some points for you, you know. So they'd be pretty keen to be able to play her for as many minutes as they possibly can. Well, the AAS already out on the floor with uh, almost uh, a minute left before the uh, quarter time break was uh, over. Francis Tolo, Evsery, uh, Newley, no, sorry, Martin and Hunt are out there on the floor for the AIS. We're waiting to see who returns to the floor for the Canberra Transit Capitals. It will be the, well, it'll be the four of the starting five with Hurst joining. Abrams, Bevilacqua, uh, Beattie, yeah, Beattie and Bishop. Bishop. Yep. Uh, I tell you what, all these Bs just <laughs> do me in. It's Abrams who gets things underway to the backcourt and Hurst. The only one out there without a B in a name is Natalie Hurst. <laughs> As Hurst now looking around, bounce past to Beattie, then off to Abrams. Abrams now is driving in and a beautiful layup. That's Kelly Abrams' trademark. That's absolutely. She did a great job. Bent the corner really well. Tracy Beattie read the screen beautifully well and slipped it too. So that was good execution offensively from the Capitals. Four-point lead for the Caps as they're in a very physical man-on-man. Over the top, Tolo is a long way from home. Martin goes back to Tolo, then gives it off to Hunt. Hunt really trying to get away from this man-on-man. Jacks up. It was a long-range two-pointer and she makes it. That's a tough shot. That was over the top of Tracy Beattie. I'd give her three for that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, her foot was either inside or on the line as Bevelacqua now looking around. Goes through hands. Beattie then off to Hurst. Hurst drives down and a foul has been called on Trady Beattie against KDA Esri. Pushing foul. Yeah, look, they're really calling the hand check quite tightly tonight. I don't know whether that's been... Uh, an instruction that's being given to the refs or not, but I would say that they're calling the hand check a lot tighter tonight than they have in and previous seems like rounds. They're, they're a single hand check as well. Yeah. Because normally you can armbar and a hand check and there's nothing said, or a hand check by itself. But a uh, big three pointer. Natalie Hurst knocking down her first one. Well, five points for Natalie Hurst so far in the game. Francis at the point goes to Hunt on the left wing. Hunt now. Working around the arc, drives down the left-hand lane, layup off the glass. Again, it's that ball screen action. Hunt just uses the ball screen so beautifully and and creates so much opportunity for herself and others. Inside-outside game is going well here. Hurst carried it inside, outside to Abrams, inside to Bishop. Her layup went over the top of the ring, but it was touched out over the baseline by the AOS. That's right. And, and, you know, okay, so they didn't get a score out of it, but they're certainly getting much better scoring options tonight in their offensive set. Oh, the Jackson player went to Bishop, who didn't quite have the presence there, had to bump off uh, Newley that time and couldn't get the shot away, but the AOS still have control of the ball. Inside to Bishop again. This time the screen action is going on Bevilacqua, whose screen cut is beautiful. Beautiful. Nice execution again, so... Oh, some great speed up and down the floor from the AIS. Oh, wow. They call that on Beattie. That'll be her third. I think Abby Bishop is... Abby Bishop was trying to claim it (laughs) because she knew the situation. But they've blown it on Beattie. That's her third. Yep, they have indeed. So it's a a very interesting one here. I think she'll have to come out here, Craig. Mr. Hayes is coming in. 
This is, uh, well, going well for the AIS, going exactly the way the Capitals did not want. Eight minutes left in the first half as it's Mariana Tolo at the line. She misses the first. Tolo with two points so far for the game. She makes it three by making the second. And we're 23-19 here at Southern Cross Stadium. Capitals Radio Network on sportradio.com.au. Bev Lacqua brings it down the left wing. Bounce pass off to Bishop, then around the arc to Hayes. Hurst over the top to Bishop, who's now on the low post. Right-hand side. Francis with a block shot, but Abrams was there to do the... Uh, well, it wasn't rebounding, to do the makeup. Right. Five seconds left. Hurst, wrong foot. Esri uh, takes it all the way. Touches on the ring. Uh, Hurst is rolling on the ground, but eventually the whistle is blown. I think they might call a foul on Hurst there. Seven, they have indeed. And that will be Natalie Hurst. First personal foul. Yeah, that was, you know, again, the uh, shot from Bishop came up short, so there was no reset, and there was only five seconds left on the clock. So the Caps did a good job of, you know, Hurst got to the basket really well, didn't finish it off, but still a good um, scoring option for them. As Hunt gets the inbound pass in the backcourt, Newley is setting up on the uh, arc. Oh, the pass, once again, just too hot for Mariana Toller. They're trying to drill her with uh, Christine Veal gridiron-like <laughs> passes. Uh, unfortunately, they just don't have the accuracy. You've got to be uh, Christine Veal to do that, yeah. don't you? <laughs> well, you don't have to be, but it takes a lot of practice, doesn't it? There's Hurst. Oh, gets away from Esri now, puts up the three, and it's all net. You just can't give Hurst that much space, you know. She's... Uh, she played on Wednesday night in local comp and didn't have a great shooting night, so I'm sure she's ready to redeem herself here. Six points for the quarter, eight points for the game, Natalie Hurst, as her opponent, Esri, gets her to the ground. Inside, Newley gets the pass that was intended for Tolo. Tolo's having an off night, and it is probably lucky for the Capitals that they have this uh, five-point lead currently because Tolo has missed a fair few opportunities in the paint, and, uh, well... Bishop, Bishop. <laughs> has missed a big opportunity there. Just yeah. an easy J from the low post. Yeah. Esri inside to Tolo, who has to take a second grab at again. She's able to put it in, though. Yeah, look, I think Tolo is making some pretty good position. I think that the uh, AIS are just delivering the ball a little too quickly to her without letting her establish quite the position she needs. So um, they've just got to, you know, let her establish her position. Great hard inside, action. yeah. Good work. Ball inside, outside work again. Yep. Eventually, Bevelac was past the Hayes, was right in time, and yep. she lays it in. Just classic pass and cut action. Oh, steal from Bevelacqua at the half court. She's going all the way. Bevelacqua moves to six points for the game as Dean Kinsman decides to break the run with five minutes and 59 seconds left to go in the half. Absolutely. This game so far has been a game of momentum, so you have to use your timeouts just to slow them down. You don't want the Capitals to get into that, that game that we know that they can, you know, that transition game where it's just up and down the floor and lots of defensive pressure and turn the ball over. Uh, the AIS, you know, they, they just need to... They need to be active without the ball. They need to be setting good screen action, which they were doing early in the game. And they just need to give their big, you know, half a second more opportunity to get themselves established in their post position. At the moment, you know, it's a difficult ask for a big to be in motion and, and pull in a, a rocket-like pass like they're trying to deliver. Let her establish and, and then give her the ball to the target where she's created the space. Looking at the scorers so far, and Hurst and Bishop with eight points are leading all scorers 
on the floor as uh, then you go down to, uh, let's see, six points for Bevel Aqua, four points for Bibby. So having a quiet night by her standards, but we all know she can score 20 or 30 <laughs> points and a half. Uh, two points for Abrams and Hayes. For the AS, five points for Hunt and Tolo. Then it's four points for Cumming, Evsery, Francis with two, Martin with one, uh, and Yuli with two as well, as the AS have the ball in the backcourt. It's 30 points to 23, five minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the half. Francis oh, almost had her pass to Langford stolen. It goes back to Francis, who's outside the arc. Langford was at the elbow. Hunt eventually just drives out, puts up a jump shot, but it was an unconvincing play. Yeah, it was. As the Capitals bring it back, Hunt now is seven points for the game. Hurst on the right-hand 45. Gesta Hayes, left-hand 45 is Bevilacqua. Over the top to Bishop on the left lane. Goes outside to Hurst. Oh, called for a travel, I think. No, no I think a three-second three violation. violation. You don't so, see those too often in this league, do you? Well, <laughs> you, you do, just when they've got nothing better to call. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Five minutes You're worse and than me, Craig. <laughs> it's, oh, around the arc. Newley puts up a three-point arc, and it doesn't fall. Dean Kinsman frustrated. It's out to a five-point game. 25 as Capitals, 30. AIS, 25 as Hayes is fouled on her turnaround jump shot. Kayla Francis picking up her second personal foul. So that's a a worry. Both teams with two personal fouls in... uh, Sorry, two team fouls in the quarter. But... uh, Francis now with two. And of course, when you have foul-prone players, yes. it does worry you. Hayes misses the first. Capitals aren't shooting a very good percentage from the line. I don't know what it is, but uh, we didn't get the stats at quarter time, but they certainly aren't nailing as many as they should. Hayes with three points now for the game. AIS bringing it back. 31-25, four minutes, 50 seconds. Cummings over the top to Francis. Francis has got newly cutting behind, but Francis oh, tries to do it all herself in the paint. She's my, oh, The ball goes up, but it comes down into the hands of Hunt. Amazing Hunt can out-rebound Hayes, and eventually as she's mugged over the line, Bevel Aqua has last touch on it, and the AS will get the ball back from the baseline. Yes, yeah, she just read that beautifully. You anticipated exactly where the ball was going to come down and timed her jump brilliantly. Inbound ball from Maya Newley now. Looking around, goes to Hunt. Bevelacqua watching her. Rolls off. Oh, it's Langford. She was all by herself. Hayes just gets the inbound pass before she falls out of play. And really, newly, sh- oh, they should have taken the three-point shot when they double-teamed on Hunt, which yeah. left Newly alone. A Bishop went in for it. Langford put both hands on the ball, but there was a chopping foul called off the play. Now, I think that's going to be... Oh, it's a second personal foul. Must be on Katie Ray, Esri, because she was the only other player that had one foul in the AS side. Abrams just working the dribble around her back. Goes to Hurst for three. Rattles off the iron. Bishop's going to collect it. Pass across court. Bevel Aqua backs back. Oh, passes it into Hunt. That gets Hunt off her feet. And then... Langford gets crashed into by Bevelacqua and Langford is going to be called for the foul. 
Yeah, Capitals are looking just a little bit stagnant offensively at the moment. They need to uh, go back to getting some good ball movement and getting some of that inside-outside game happening, as we said before. And, and when uh, that happens, it just creates so many more opportunities for them. So I'm sure that they'll um, be talking about that throughout the game. 14 fouls now against the AIS. So the mm. Caps in a good position here with... Four minutes left to go in the half. Abrams pulls up at the elbow. Oh, shot off the back of the iron. Francis does the rebounding. Big so board from Francis, that was. was. It was. As the AS, to the Capitals' credit, not able to uh, use the fact that Beatty's not on the floor to their advantage at the moment. Coming over the top to Francis. Francis, turnaround, jump shot all net. Yeah, look, and Abby Bishop did a good defensive job there, but Francis was just too good. That was a nice, sweet move. Francis, four points for the game, and we're back to a four-point ball game. 31-27. As our Bishop hits the ground, Hurst has the ball in her hands, gets a bounce pass inside to Abrams. Abrams all net. Yeah, look, nice little sweet post move from Abrams there. She just, you know, sealed the player on her back and uh, went to work against her. Yes, as uh, Martin is back into the game, Hunt. Martin came in for Langford just a few moments ago. Hunt trying to look for an opportunity. And I think that should have been a charge on Hunt that time, but it's going to be a uh, blocking foul on Bishop. Yeah, they've blown that one on Bishop. I guess they deemed that she didn't have body position. So, um, second personal. Second for personal for Bishop. They're not in foul, team foul trouble yet, so, no. but that is their third. Coming, or oh, coming, thought about the three-point shot, dumps over the top to Francis instead. Francis puts up the shot, and Bishop, oh, well, that dear. was a fresh air swing of Bishop's arm. That is a big call. That puts Abby Bishop on a third personal now, with two minutes and 52 seconds. Peter Sinclair is going to come back into the game. It still seems that uh, Caitlin Cunningham is uh, not a popular choice yeah, she hasn't been brought in yet. So. Well, you want height when you've got uh, the yeah. tools. Oh. Francis makes both from the free throw line and the game narrows up again. Francis moving to six points for the game as the Capitals work up in defence. 33-29 as Hayes makes the two-point attempt. And that offensive execution was good. It was just a good ball reversal, an inside-outside play and knocked down the short-range jumper. All right, I'm one point out to the scoreboard, which has been corrected now, so I wish I hadn't have said anything. <laughs> 29.35, Francis inside again. Hayes dumps off the coming. There was a great flash card. Really good flash card. The Capitals just caught, um, you know, slacking on that one. Yes, 35.31. Hurst across to Sinclair. Sinclair loses the dribble for a moment. Bounce pass across to Abrams. Hayes and Francis. Oh, Francis gets the last little touch on the ball as it goes over the baseline. And Dean Kinsman, absolutely frustrated with uh, the way things have gone, ebbed and flowed tonight. You've seen some joy from him, but you've also seen some frustration. She just waits, waits for the parting of the Red Sea drives in and takes a step and makes the shot. Great poise, great hesitation and just read the defence beautifully on that one. Francis gives the ball back. Oh, that one's yours, Michelle. 
I missed it. It's been a while since I've had a touch. So, but um, you know, the thing that uh, I she dribbled it about, onto a foot. Yeah, and that's why did. it came over to you. Yeah, but you know, if the Capitals, they'd be reasonably happy. They Bibby's been out for quite a long. She hasn't she hasn't played this quarter. She didn't start the quarter, and she hasn't been back on this quarter. I don't think. Beattie's been out for a lot of minutes. They've got Bishop off the floor at the moment as well, and they're holding their own. So, you know, it's good. They're getting good minutes out of Krista Hayes. Um, Pete Sinclair's giving them some valuable minutes. And I think Kelly Abrams having one of her better games for the season. She might not be showing a lot on the scoreboard, but she's doing an awful lot of work on the floor. Yeah. Got four for the game. It is 37-31. So just as the AAS looked like they were clawing back the AAS, get a couple of good baskets to put them back out to a six-point advantage. And the Capitals with a 37-31 lead here at Southern Cross Stadium. This is the Australian Defence Force, WNBL on sportradio.com.au. Next weekend, I can confirm, we will be back here at Southern Cross Stadium for the last home game of the Canberra Transact Capitals for season... Oh, sorry... Last home game for the year 2007. They have all the month of December out of town. It is an interesting uh, scheduling uh, scheduling situation. I'm sure one basketball camper would prefer them not to have any games in January rather than <laughs> December when people are still around. Yes. But, uh, well, that is the way it goes. One minute and 31 seconds. The AIS uh, just trying to lock up the defence. 13 seconds left for the Capitals. Inbound pass to Bevilacqua. Shot comes off the back of the iron. A bit too flat, a bit too hard. And Newley now will go back. And gives it to Hunt. Back to Newley now on the left 45. Newley, oh, Sinclair kept shuffling her feet. And that's going to get a ping. Yeah, absolutely. She was just, lateral movement was too slow. It was a nice crossover from Newley. And she just wasn't quick enough to be able to cover it. Sinclair's first personal foul. It is the 15th foul for the Capitals, so that will send Maya Newley to the line. Newley with two points so far for the game and misses the first. I think people have forgotten how to shoot free throws. They haven't been good tonight, have they? Getting that way. <laughs> Next shot is good, and Maya Newley is now three points for the game. 37-32, one minute and ten seconds left to go in the half. As Hurst goes left side to Hayes. Hayes gives it to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua drives down baseline. Hunt robs her of the ball. Great move by Hunt. Goes across to Newley. Newley makes the layup. Newley Excellent. five points. Excellent transition basketball. Hunt just pushed the ball down the floor really hard and, and found Newley running that lane. Great job. 45 seconds left. Hurst just taking her time. Shot clock down to 15 seconds. Hurst almost has oh, it open up again. This time gets it into Peter Sinclair and Newley gives the foul away that time. You know, and, and the AIS have done a very good job. That's their 15 foul. Now, they were sitting on 14 fouls probably about three and a half minutes ago. So they've done an excellent job of not giving up cheap uh, offensive scores to the Capitals through putting them on the line. And uh, Maybe without, that should have been the strategy. <laughs> without being rude, Peter Sinclair doesn't get a lot of minutes, so doesn't get the pressure of free throws all that often. She converts one to two, uh, one from two, and that sees her with her first points for the game. And the Capitals out to a four-point lead now, 38-34. 
Ball in the front court, tapped out of bounds by the Capitals. Inbound coming, goes to Francis, pull up, jump shot. Oh, Francis leaves it short. Hurst does the rebounding. No one there boxing out for the uh, Capital, uh, for the AIS. Hurst with 17 seconds left. She's got Bevelacqua on the left-hand side that uh, Hunt isn't watching closely enough for mine or Dean Kinsman's liking. In the end, Cummings goes to ground. Hurst puts up the shot. And Francis does the rebounding. 2.4 seconds left. Hunt from downtown! Oh, it was the right way. Just off to the right. And it is half time here at the Southern Cross Stadium. 38 to 34 here at half time. Yeah, and, and it's been a great half of basketball. It's uh, really, at one stage there, I thought that the Capitals were going to run away with it, but the Allies have done a really good job of hanging in there. They came back from the start of that first quarter where they were down and, and early in the quarter and, and dug it back, and they've just really kept being persistent and keep going at the Capitals. I mean, the Capitals have got some problems in that they haven't, got, they haven't had Beattie Bishop or... Uh, Bibby on the floor for significant chunks. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> we can't call a game when they are. Um, for significant chunks of time. So, you know, the Capitals would be happy with the way they're going. Probably not ecstatic, but uh, uh, the AIS should be really happy with the way that they're playing. They're taking it right at the uh, Caps, and they, they like playing against the Capitals. It's that rivalry, and everyone gets up for this game. Yeah, they do indeed. We'll take a break here on sportradio.com.au and be back with all the second-half action here as the Capitals lead the AIS 38-34. Welcome back to the Southern Cross Stadium for the second half of the Capitals versus the AIS here we see at halftime a four-point lead to the Canberra Transact Capitals, although in patches unconvincing, Michelle, but in that second quarter hardly played their stars at all and have a four-point lead. The minutes that are being played at the moment, and you look at just Bibby's played seven and a half minutes for the guy... For the, to the half, out, you of know, 20 out of minutes. 20 potential minutes, and uh, Tracy Beattie's only played five, 540 she's played in this uh, first half of the game as well, so they've had limited, limited times, but you know, a couple of stats that we should look at here is the Capitals are still losing on the boards, they're getting out-rebounded by the AS 21-14, to 14. Um, shooting-wise, the AIS have yet to convert a three-pointer. They had only taken two, so they haven't taken a lot. But uh, the foul shooting percentages are appalling by both teams. You know, 66% from the AIS and 57 from uh, the Capitals. Um, you know, it's just... Already back underway as the AIS have first use of the ball as Bevelacqua taps it back out over the sideline. So I can tell you it's newly hunt Francis, Tolo and Evzri for the AIS. Francis now with that Cuda-like grip. Uh, uh, oh, a pass going back to Newley. is tapped away by Abrams, who had a back turn to it. It falls into the hands of Bevelacqua. Bishop just driving in. And I think Tolo has been called for a pushing foul. Well, that was the right-handed four. So that's Kayla Francis' third personal foul now. One in each quarter. Yeah. So I didn't see Kayla Francis anywhere near the play. No, they've, I think... Um, like, um, obviously, the referee did. <laughs> That's all you can say. Well, it was, it? It was uh, Claire Stevenson who had the right-hand four up, yes. not the left-hand four. Now, left-hand four would be 14, wouldn't That's it? That's right, yep. No, yeah. it was definitely called on, on uh, Francis. 
Well, an interesting one which is converted by Bishop, which sees her now move to 10 points for the game. Interestingly enough, her previous eight points were all scored in the first quarter. Oh, As Bishop comes up with a steal now, the AAS off to a very sluggish return. But Esri this time steals away the ball bound for Bibby and Hunt will get the handoff to bring it into the front court. Yay. Esri now on the right 45, looking around for some cut action. Tolo gives it to Hunt. Hunt Bevelak were watching. Oh, lob! Almost like a three-point shot to Tolo, who just gets a hold of it. Mesri from three-point area makes the shot. Yes, that's the first three-pointer for the game. You know, the, what the AIS wouldn't be happy about, oh, it's a turnover from the Capitals as well, is the fact that, you know, they've already racked up two more turnovers in this first uh, minute and a bit of the game, and they're sitting on 12 at half time. So they really need to look after the ball better. But as I say that, as we approach one and three-quarter minutes into the third term, they've cut the deficit to three. That's right. It's still a really close game. Over the top, Francis. I think Tolo's been called on a... No? No. It's uh, Bibby who's been called for her second personal foul. Okay. I so, thought they were going to call an offensive foul there, but they obviously called it on, on Bibby on uh, that screen action. Newly inbound the ball, looking to get a player free. It'll go to Tolo, who's being watched by Beattie. Hunt goes over the top to Tolo, who carries it in, tries to put the layup over the top of Tracy Beattie. It doesn't come off. Bishop comes up with it, gives it off to Beattie in the front court. Round the arc now. Bishop goes to Bevilacqua. Hunt's a step back from Bevilacqua here. She could have gone for the shot. Instead, chooses to go to Beattie, whose shot comes off the back of the iron. And that is the fourth personal now. And that was careless by Tracy Beattie. I have no sympathy for that because she just crashed into the player who was being locked up well by the Capitals' defence in Mariana Tolo. Oh, we've got some confusion here. Oh, no, she's six back on, on the court. The, was there six on the floor? There was only four on the floor. Beattie went and sat down before the sub had been called. So. Okay. Well, not too good doing that. But uh, Beattie is sitting on four fouls. An opportunity now for the AAS as Abrams jacks up a three-point air ball. And it looks like the AS must have got a piece of that. Well, that's very interesting because all the uh, Capitals have retreated as Bevilacqua gets the inbound. Oh, I'm sorry. There was an air ball there, but it was an AIS air ball. That's right. (laughs) Okay. It looked like it came off the hands of Abrams then as a turnover has been forced. Now, the, the sub has been called... And Krista Hayes is in. What I was trying to say before the air ball, uh, which I wrongly credited to the Capitals, was that it was an opportunity for a play to go hard at Beattie to try and draw a foul. Absolutely. You know, and Tracy will be really kicking herself for getting that cheap foul on that play. Esri now with the ball working around. Goes over the top to Tolo. Tolo can't get the shot to drop, though, and Bishop will carry it down the floor. Gives it back to Bevilacqua, brings it over the half. Bevilacqua sets up on the left-hand side. Goes to Bibby on the left wing. Back to Bishop at the top of the arc. Bevilacqua has Evsery and Abrams, who have been playing fairly physically, have got a, a foul duel going. Yeah, and that one was being called on Evsery. Ebsery, sorry. We've got yeah. Natalie Hurst coming back into the game for Jess Bibby. I'm sorry. wondering if Bibby's not uh, suffering some sort of a... Illness yeah, or, or carrying uh, an injury or something. Yeah. As Bevilacqua now working around the arc. 
Oh, good Abrams, win. yeah. She cut high. They used to be red five a few years ago. And, uh, well, it didn't come off as the uh, jump shot from Hayes in the corner didn't fall. AIS, three points down here as the Capitals have had all the running in the third term but are yet to capitalise. Good work from Esri who gets the... Uh, who gets the rebound up and then charges. Esri does the work on the rebound and then, for my mind, charged Natalie Hurst. The foul, though, is going to be charged against Natalie Hurst. And that is her second. There should be some fairly confused players out there at the moment. The uh, calls just aren't being consistently applied. There's definitely a confused commentator as <laughs> Abrams gets a piece of the pass to Tolo. So Tolo who has to butter up for it, goes outside to Francis. Francis nails the three and we're all tied up at 40 we're points all tied up. Capitals are really struggling offensively in this quarter. They haven't really got any momentum or rhythm going. They've slowed down. They're not getting the inside-outside game happening. So, you know, they've got to go back to doing Oh, I thought Abrams put a foot out of bounds there. She's cutting baseline. Gets it to Hurst, who oh. just leans the body into Tolo. Oh, in the end, the Tolo. The ball came off Tolo's shoulder, and the referee has called it against the Capitals. I, I'm just shaking my head in disbelief. Oh, and to you tell know. here's what here's what's scary. There's two games in Canberra next weekend. That means six refs from this region <laughs> uh, will be in action. <laughs> That's right. You know, uh, just... I don't think I can get fined from the WNBL. I don't know. You could cut it out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Abrams gets the intercept on the pass, gives it to Bevel Aqua, then goes on to Hurst. Hurst oh. puts up the shot oh, and gets no. called for a charging foul on Natalie Yarn. Oh, the crowd, gee, they're going to lynch this mob. The grey team is not making any fans in Southern Cross Stadium tonight. Oh, you know, look, it's just... What's disappointing is that what was... A good game, and still is, let's not take that away, is that the refs are becoming a factor in it. We don't come here to watch those guys blow their whistles, you know. You come here to watch the game. It's, that's what's disappointing. Bishop strips Francis to the ball. She goes back and gets it. Hunt gives it off to Kennedy, who's come in. Francis in the paint. Oh, backs it off the iron a bit too hard. And Hayes gets the rebound. Gives it immediately to Abrams, who's playing point for some reason with... Bevel Aqua and Hurst out there. I'm interested to see Abrams going back to the one spot. Or is, I might just misreading it as, oh, it was a beautiful, aggressive move by uh, Bishop that doesn't get the layup. Hurst going after the ball that was slapped away, slips over the sideline, and the AIS will get the ball in from the side. Yeah, Am I reading it wrong? But it, Abrams looks like she's playing at one. Yeah, she certainly came down in that place set and was in the, run, in the one spot. I'd you know, let's watch it a little bit more and see if she's playing there all the time. It's not uncommon. Oh, she's oh. out of bounds. Oh, dear. Sorry. That <laughs> is, well, a litany of errors. The AIS inbounded the ball to Nicole Hunt and threw it straight over. Well, actually, that's interesting because uh, a few players getting caught on the yellow and the green line here at Southern Cross Stadium. Yeah. Bevel Aqua, turn around, a jump shot from oh. Abrams, rattles out from the elbow, and we're still all tied up with half of the third term left to play at 40 points apiece. Yeah, the no crowd getting right involved. No one can make a basket at the moment. Tolo does the rebounding as the layup doesn't go. Hunt just looking for a screen. Gets it now, but Hayes, job, Hayes, great work intercepting, but coming, oh, oh that is coming, and Bevilacqua crashing together. 
Bimelak were taking a while to get up. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. That was a pretty heavy knock. It was. Great intensity, both going at the ball. Bibby's going to come in for Bevilacqua. They won't waste any time. They'll sub her straight out. Yeah. Um, just give her time to... Uh, to that was the one that she got right in the bread basket. Yeah. It was a bit of a clutch of a head as well. I don't know if there was any call on the play or whether they'll call it a jump ball. No, I don't think there was any call. I think that was just a fair contest. Well, it could it be a back, no, it wouldn't be a backcourt violation because the Caps threw it into the front court. So it'll be a jump ball, AIS's. Yeah, so. yes, Bench are getting pretty excited here. You know, the momentum's going their way. and uh, Well, they're not playing good basketball, but they're all level. They're all there, yeah. Cats are playing good basketball, but they're not finishing. So yeah. I guess that means they're not playing good basketball. Well, that's right. You've got to, you, know, you can do all the good work you like, but if you can't put the ball in the hole in the end, you're not going to win games. I mean, the other thing here oh, is... Oh, it's a foul against Bevilacqua. Cummings has gone to the line. And because the caps are already at... Uh, that is uh, staggering. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It is. And the AOS are out to a two-point lead. That's the upshot of all this. Turnaround jump shot from Bishop. Doesn't land. Coming. Sees Francis. Gets the ball from her. Gives it off to Hunt. It's Hurst. Bishop, Abrams, Her, Hayes and Bibby. As Francis has the ball in the paint, she pivots, has the ball stripped, goes back, reverse layup is good, that time by Jamie Kennedy, who gets her first points for the game. Carrie Grass called a timeout here. The momentum has certainly swung the way of the AIS. I cannot believe that that was called a foul. Two players going at the ball like that. No. No one had control. How did they call a foul? I don't know how they called that one. There's a few tonight that I'm not quite sure how they've blown it the way they have. But, um, you know, they get paid the big bucks to blow the whistle. They obviously know what they're doing. I think that all that they're, you know, the thing is that the Capitals can't uh, allow it to... Like, you know, play on their minds. They've really just got to focus on, on the game and do what they, what they can to, uh, you know, play through some of that confusion. And, and full credit to the AIS, they've really just taken it right at the Capitals and they're, they're giving it their best shot. So Caps have got some work ahead of them. AIS need to re- maintain their focus and uh, keep doing the job that they're doing. Well, one of the interesting additions to the program this year is there is the rules of the game printed in the brochure. Now, we've seen a three-second call, and I do find it interesting tonight that the first rule highlighted <laughs> in the Caps game program is the three-second rule. So, I'm wondering if we'll see a backcourt violation, because that's what the eight-second rule is. <laughs> They've got their little checklist, they've got to mark them all off. Great. Uh, there is a five-second rule, too. Yeah. Of course, that is for a player who's in possession of the ball in... Uh, I don't think it matters whether you're in offence or defence, but if you're in possession of the ball for five seconds and you don't do anything with it, you can be called for a violation. That's right. Uh, That is an even rarer one. (laughs) And uh, I I don't think I've ever seen a five-second call made. Abrams now goes to Bibby, who almost loses the handle on it. Abrams is all open for the three, and she doesn't miss too often. It's a long time. Bibby, what's that take, Bibby, to? Seven for the game. points. She had four early on, I think, and I think that's her first score in a while. The Caps are back to a one-point deficit now. 44-35 as Hunt puts up a shot. It was off to the right. Bishop pulls down the rebound as Abrams looking around as Hurst looking, holding on to that ball for a while. 
Bishop goes to Abrams now. Abrams dumps over the top to Bishop. Francis didn't get a piece of the arm, but Bishop, good enough to put the jump shot in. Absolutely, and that was right on the on the buzzer then. That was down to one second shot when she got that away. So Bishop, oh, 13 points for the game. Capitals have come out of that timeout. Their defensive intensity is back. They're playing with a lot more desire. Offensively, they're getting some better uh, screen action and getting players through, and they've gone inside-outside again. So, you know, they've turned it round a little bit there, which is good. Yes, it is. Uh, in fact, it's 12 points for the game for Bishop. Four points in this quarter, eight in the first. Bibby for another three, rattles off the iron. Francis pulls it in. Oh, tapped away by Hayes. Bishop gets it and gives it to Abrams, who reverse layup. Yeah, nice little play. Nothing. Good, Hayes did a good job of just lodging that ball there and coming up with a good possession to come up with. Oh, as Langford drives down the left lane, fadeaway jump shot, tried to bank it in. Hayes does the wrapping up. Hayes playing a few important moments of this game. She is. She's done it. You know, she's played some important minutes for the Caps so far this game. And she's done a reasonable job. As Hurst. Oh, again, coming to slip down. She needs to look at her shoes because that's about the third or fourth time she slipped as Bishop takes advantage of it and nails a three. Yeah, and... And look, you know, Dean Kingsman's had to call a timeout here. The Cats have just gone on a six-zip run, I think it is, out of that last timeout, probably in the space of, what, a minute, minute and a half. So, um, you know, Dean really has no choice but to ensure that, you know, he gets his girls in, gets them focused. He's pretty animated in the timeout. He's banging he's, on the ground. He's banging on the ground there. He's not a happy coach. And, uh, you know, they, they've just really lost their way a little bit in that short patch of play. But hasn't it been, the, you know, the, the story of this game? It's been minutes, played in minutes, been, blocks, blocks, blocks and blocks. So, Yeah, just momentum ebbing and flowing between the teams. And to be honest with you, the Capitals were playing good basketball. I said this before, yep. but they weren't scoring. Yep. There was nothing wrong with what they are doing. They just didn't finish just their didn't convert it. Exactly. They were getting looks and rattling out. The AIS were staying in the game during that period. Now the ball is falling. And the AIS, six points behind. That's right. And I guess the thing that the AIS haven't really exploited is the fact that Capitals are in foul trouble here um, in, t- in terms of team fouls, and they really haven't exploited that, and they haven't gone to the line and nailed some easy foul shots in, uh, in dead time. So, um, you know, that's probably just a lack of experience, really, to understand how to do that. The AIS at a Canberra Capitals home venue have not won since 2002. They haven't beaten the capital since 2004, so we are not talking about a, uh, an easy game for the AIS, even though we are talking about them being a real chance. Francis puts up a huge three-point attempt. Hayes eventually does beat down the rebound. Huge is an understatement. She was way downtown then. Abrams bringing it back once again, working that point. Oh, again, Hunt, this time slipping in a position similar to Hurst. And Langford now called for her fourth foul as she steps into the pass of Natalie Hurst. Yeah, and that's, that's her fourth, I think. So, you know, good penetration from Natalie. She drove hard to the basket and drew the foul, so she won't go to the line because it was before that. But the girls are slipping a lot on the floor out there. I don't know whether there's dust or sweat patches or what's well, happening on, but it's I won't to be. name the brand, but Steph Cumming and, Steph Cumming and Natalie Hunt, who both have been slipping down, wear the same brand of shoes. So I don't know if that's got something to do with it or not, but uh, certainly they're the only... Uh, 
It's a hold on 12. Yeah, Katie Ray Esri holding uh, Bibby and uh, Dean Kinsman just having a, a quiet word to the uh, referee. Yeah, you know, I, I think that was a reasonable call. call. Bibby was cutting hard and she just hand-checked her to um, stop her progression. The AAS, ever since they threw that ball out, have not looked with any confidence. Oh, Esri slips to the floor this time. Again in the same spot. Yeah. You would have to ask the floor wipers to go out there and clean and it, surely. The floor, absolutely. I think uh, Nikki Island is looking for that now. As Esri working around the arc, inside to Tolo. She got a hot pass, tried to bank it in, crashing in the boards, and it comes up the Capitals way. One minute and 12 seconds left to go in the third term. Um, the Capitals did a good job of going hard to the boards there. There were three of them, though, well outnumbered the uh, AIS on the boards. Good Abrams job. gets herself into position. She set herself up and knocks it down. And now they're finally going out to ask the floor wipers to do something about the floor. Yeah. But I honestly think it's the shoes. It could well be. <laughs> Newley goes to Esri now as Esri... Gives it to Francis in the corner. Out to Tolo. Inside, Esri tries to make a drop. Bishop out-rebounds her. Yeah, it's 53-44. to 44, A nine-point ball game here at Southern Cross Stadium with half a minute left to play in the third term. The Caps dominating this third term for mine. Hand off to Bibby from Hurst. Backing away. Hayes tries to put up a screen for Bibby who pulls up nice little left-handed Jay from about 12 and a half feet. Nails it. Yeah, that's right. And the Capitals did a good job then of keeping their spacing, getting the timing right and just creating some space for each other. On oh. the buzzer, Francis tries to put... Well, not on the buzzer. Yeah, it was in the end. <laughs> on the buzzer, Francis tries to put up a J from the left lane. It doesn't fall. And at three-quarter time, an 11-point advantage to the Capitals who have just powered away 55 to... Well, I make it 55-44... Yeah. I'll just make sure that I added... Yeah, I did add it up right last time, so... Um, I'm not leading. sure whether they maybe didn't count one of those three. There's a three. Well, yeah, perhaps uh, the Bishops was only a two. But uh, anyway, Hurst with 11. Abby Bishop with 15 by my score. Nine points apiece to Bibby and Abrams. Six to Bevilacqua. Hayes has five. And 1.2 Peter Sinclair. For the... AIS, nine points to Kayla Francis, eight points to Cumming, seven apiece to Hunt and Esri, five points apiece to Tolo, Newley, and then one, two points to Kennedy and one point to Nikita Martin. Yeah, the AIS just lost their way a little bit there in that last part of that uh, quarter. They, uh, when there was that period of time where they just turned the ball over and, and they just seemed to lose their defensive intensity, you know, they got called for a couple of hand check fouls and it just seems to have uh, disrupted them and they've sort of lost their focus, I guess, and the Capitals 
while, as you said, Craig, they were still executing reasonably well but were failing to convert. And once they started to knock down a few of those shots, it really just buoyed them and they've uh, really gone on with it in the last part of that quarter. So, um, you know, but still 10 points is, is nothing. You know, we've seen this game, you know, ebb and flow, as we said. So a 10-point lead is by no means um, insurmountable, and particularly with a team like... Uh, the AIS who play on such emotion that you just never know what they're going to come out and do. It is going to be interesting. The AIS back out on the floor. Francis Tolo, Evsri Hunt and Newley. The, uh, well, the foul trouble that we are concerned with, Emma Langford is on four, although not starting and not on the floor currently. I think that uh, Sandy Tomley, the assistant coach, was just talking to Claire Stevenson then about whether one of the... We've got a 55 score on the basis that Bishop did nail the three-pointer, and that's what they're just talking about now. The referees are checking whether the uh, call was, in fact, a three-pointer down here or not. So um, I guess the oh, Capitals yeah. are disputing the score as well. Well, they had three, because I wasn't looking where Bishop was when she put up the shot. I was looking as they were running down the court, and they had three in the air. So... They obviously got the score sheet and saw that Abby didn't have a three-point against the name. Yeah. And so now they're just checking. And uh, Claire Stevenson now is just going to the scorers to clear that up. So it will be the Capitals' ball from the side. They are just going to do the correction now. And... Uh, and, uh, well... Claire now just relaying the message back to Graf, or back to Sandy, Graffy listening in. If the scoreboard no, they changes, they haven't changed it, so right. perhaps they're not. So Abby Bishop with 14 points for the game, and it's a 54-44. So. Capitals will be hoping to come out and get some good early scores. You know, start the quarter well, and obviously the AIS will be wanting to ensure that they don't give the Capitals a good start. As Bishop now kicks it around. Oh, great work from Bibby. And she just tries oh, to get the ball. shot away at the elbow. Oh, Hayes, lucky not to be called for a travel there. Very lucky. Good work just to uh, keep control of that ball. Hurst then goes to Abrams. Oh, oh Hurst gets easy. away from Hunt and Hurst puts it in. Dean Kinsman just screaming at Hunt who yeah. let it get away all too easily. That was just good old give-and-go basketball. You shouldn't get beaten on that. Oh, Bishop with a good steal. Bishop carrying it down the floor. Hunt tries to take position, gets off to the floor in a process, but Bishop gets another two points. 16 points for the game, and Dean Kinsman calls a timeout straight away. Absolutely has to call a timeout there. Capitals are right up. Good momentum. AIS just look down. Their body language isn't good. And, you know, looking at them sitting on the bench now, it's really a hard job here for Dean to, you know, refocus, refocus these girls and, and get them uh, motivated to be out there. So uh, good, good start from the Caps. It is indeed. And even though not the biggest crowd we've seen all season being election night and Canberra getting, uh, well, a huge crowd normally over at the tally room, it still has been a very vocal crowd that has enjoyed every minute of the game. Yeah, because it's been quality basketball, you know. It has been a good game. It's been entertaining. I mean, the score's out by 14 now, but throughout the entire game, there really, there hasn't been much more than a six or seven split um, for the rest of the game. So, you know, good quality basketball, entertaining, physical, fast, all those things that you want to see in a game. So, um, it's, yeah, no, I'm not surprised the crowd's into it. Well, 
Sport Radio's John Keogh keeping an eye on the election for us and he's calling it for Labor at the moment. So uh, just getting the next John Keogh at the tally room, updating us there. Oh, John's at the tally room and he... <laughs> okay. As Dooley inbounds the ball, gets it to Francis, who was almost at halfway. Oh, oh Hunt dear. fumbles. And I think Nicole Hunt has to just have a break. Give Kennedy or someone else an opportunity to... Uh, Nicole's uh, confidence is down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, we don't speak a lot about this, but this week... All the clubs in the league are speaking to certain girls about their future in the WNBL. This is the last game they get to impress. Yes. Now, you know, obviously that would be playing on a few players' minds. And Nicole Hunt, who has been having a good game, as Francis gets her fourth personal foul and sits down. Bishop gets the inbound pass. Well, she has to give it back to Hunt. Hunt gets away, uh, so Hurts gets away from Hunt again. Bishop inside, Tolo with a block on the shot, goes back outside to Hurst who has an eternity to put up the three. Martin does the rebounding, but Hayes knocks her over. It wasn't a malicious knock, but it was a bump that got her off her feet. Yeah, just, you know, contact occurred at the wrong time, knocked her off balance really. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's, it's an interesting thing as a coach, you understand your players and there's some players that can play through that and there are other players where you need to take them off, sit them down, just give them a little bit of time to refocus and I, I don't know Nicole well enough to know what, what's the best way to play her but uh, you'd have to think she's, she's just struggled the last couple of minutes. Martin for three off the iron, foul in the court, Tolo, that has been called for an elbow into the chest of Bishop. That will be her fourth personal... Uh, no, that'll only be her second personal foul, sorry. So, uh, Tolo just uh, giving away an offensive foul in that occasion, but uh, because it was a, uh, a violent one, she gets the foul credited. That's right. Abrams carries it back to Hurst, over the top to Bishop. Hayes, back to Bibby. Across to Abrams. Hayes again. Across to Hurst again. Hurst. Oh, ball gets away, but contact called on Hunt. On Hunt, I think. Yeah, yep. it's been called on Hunt. And Hunt's third personal foul now. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Dean Kinsman's trying to get Nicole Hunt to play through it. Oh, I really don't know what's going on no. there. Uh, that's the only thing I can put down to try and get her to play out of it. But uh, Natalie Hurst is getting away from her all too easily as Hurst has the ball at the elbow, goes outside to Bishop, and Bishop, bang! That was a long-range two-pointer. Yeah, no, it was nice. It was sweet out of the hand. Oh, Bibby comes out with a steal. It's all going wrong for the AAS tonight. The Capitals are just dominating here, and we have seven minutes and 45 seconds left to go in the game. It'll be the Capitals by how far as Bishop puts the shot up over Martin, bounces off the rim, Bibby and Tolo wrestling. Bibby's called for the foul on that occasion. Yeah, she's been called for that one. I, it's, uh, I haven't seen Babalakwa hasn't been back on the floor, has she, since she took that nasty uh, knock? No, probably don't need to either. No, that's right. You know, They've got an going important well. game against Dandenong next week. Exactly. And... Uh, the youngster would prefer a little bit more time to uh, rest up for that one. <laughs> Newley gets the ball after Tolo almost had it stolen away. Coming, coming, looking, goes eventually to Martin. Martin looking around, called for a travel. And 
Dean Kinsman just cannot believe that the fundamentals are going so wrong tonight. Yeah, and that's a sign of, uh, you know, the girls are just, I guess, uh, feeling the pressure and making simple mistakes and uh, paying the price dearly. As Hayes gets the rebound, Tolo stops it from putting the shot straight back up. Abrams gets the outlet and Hurst goes to the point. Hayes has done a good job for him tonight. Has indeed, yeah. Getting more and more confidence and familiarity. Oh, get that one out one day. Bibby for three. Hits the back of the iron and Hunt brings it back. Hunt now working to the halfway line. Bumped by Abrams, but she'll come back to the ball now. Six minutes, 44. Takes it the rest of the way. It bounces around the ring and maybe that will give us some confidence to go on with it. As Hurst now. Oh, Hurst and Hunt. Good tap away from Hunt that time. And that is going to lift her confidence. A couple of good plays. And maybe that's what Dean Kinsman has been waiting for because it looks like Jamie Kennedy's going to come in. Yeah, so right. is Telly Bevelacqua. And just check Bevelacqua's uh, left eye there. It looks like it might have a bit of a bru- bruise on it. Could well. Natalie Hurst is taking a break. She's played some good minutes again tonight for the Cats. As Kennedy goes around Martin. Martin to coming on the right. 45. Oh, coming. Tolo, oh, just... Tolo had an opportunity there. She takes it as Bishop had hit the deck. Yeah, just a nice strong seal from Tolo put Bishop on the floor. So uh, It's interesting to see the... Uh, the assistant coaches with Nicole Hunt on the bench at the moment as Abrams' layup was left short. Newley puts it out in front of Cumming. Cumming puts it in for the AS as they start to rally. They start to make a run back at the Cats and Coach Graff called a timeout there and we'll just talk about that and try and stop the momentum well, again. So they've been on a six-point run, the AIS. They have, they pulled, have. Pulled it back to a ten-point ball game. That's right, and there's still six minutes. You know, that's a long time in, in these games and... Uh, um, you know, the Capitals will be talking about the fact that they've got to stay, you know, they've got a lead, they need to retain their lead, but they don't want to go negative on it. Sometimes teams just go a little bit too safe too early. You start to go a little bit uh, negative and not taking the opportunities when they come your way, and, and that's a sure recipe for disaster. So I'm sure that um, Graffy will be talking to them about getting through their staff, making the right decisions offensively, staying up um, defensively, and really uh, keeping the pressure uh, applied to um, the AIS. Because, you know, whilst the momentum's just swung their way, there's been patches in this game where the defensive pressure applied by the Capitals has really disrupted the AIS. Yeah, one player that has suited up tonight but has been injured is Katie Gaze. And uh, if they're looking for a creative point guard, they could go with Gaze once again. However, they're still running with France, uh, sorry, they're running with Kennedy coming, Martin, Tolo and uh, Newley, which is a reasonably tall but probably doesn't have the wheels of some of the other options. Yeah. As Bibby... Bevelacqua, Abrams, Hayes and Bishop do it for the Capitals. Bevelacqua brings the ball over the half. Bevelacqua gets away from Hayes, backs away back to the three-point arc. Kennedy watching her. Hayes then goes to Abrams. Abrams, oh, takes it into the paint. The layup is good off the glass. And Abrams makes it for, uh, what is she now, 11 points to the game. 
And that's an important basket coming out of a momentum-stopping uh, timeout, and to just come down and get a layup like that is uh, just what you want to have happen. Oh, Tolo tried to get the ball as she was heading towards the basket. She lost it. Had to dump out. Coming for three. Tried to bank it off the glass. They don't always work. And Abrams comes up with a rebound. Five minutes left here at Southern Cross Stadium. 62 plays 50. As the AIS work in defence. Bishop has been called for a pushing foul. And that sees Abby, Abby Bishop now on to four personal fouls. An offensive foul on Bushop, push coming to the ground as she was going to make up position in the paint. That's right. You know, it's, uh, she, Cummings does a good job of just getting good body position and body checked her and uh, Bishop just decided she'd try and walk straight through her and uh, you can't do that. That's against the rules. Hunt now carrying the ball down as we go off Ooh. to the left-hand side. Oh, Hunt carries it all the way. Layup doesn't fall. And Hayes does the rebound and gives it to Bevilacqua. Hayes looking around. 12 points is the game margin now. Bevilacqua trying to get around Nicole Hunt. Oh, block shot. Great work by Tolo Martin carrying it back now. Over the top. Oh, Martin went to pass it to Cumming, who went to put a screen on for her instead. That's right. And another careless turnover. Just a, you know, just a communication issue there. And uh, that sometimes happens, unfortunately. Yes. Bibby's played a lot more minutes in this second half. She had a fairly limited time in the first and uh, certainly playing some more minutes now. Francis getting warmed up to come back in as Tolo almost puts another block on the shot from Hayes. Helps coming re- secure the ball on the rebound, then gets it off to Hunt who brings it down the centre of the floor. Hunt kicks off to Kennedy. Kennedy who slipped then, lucky not to be called a travel. Bishop, oh, just going in, cutting off the pass to Tolo and... Uh, well, gives it immediately to Bevilacqua. Three minutes 50, Bevilacqua. Bounce pass to Bibby on the right, 45. Back to Bishop, then to Bevilacqua on the left, 45. Bounce pass into Hayes. Hand off to Abrams. Abrams had coming in a face. Shot was short, but Bibby does the rebounding. Hunt trying to uh, keep in Bibby's face. Kennedy watching Bevilacqua, who has the ball now on the left wing. Bibby goes back. Bibby gets around Hunt. Drives into Kennedy and is caught for the charge. You know, AIS bench definitely up and Adam. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, you know, I guess my question on that would be, I, I, there's no doubt that uh, Bibby, you know, certainly charged, but my question would be she was held pretty significantly uh, on her penetration to the basket. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's what's been blown and that's a good... And puts, turn her, puts her on four. Three minutes, 20. It's a 12-point ball game. It's, uh, well, it's not too close to call. No. But it's uh, certainly the AIS, if they use this timeout once again as a momentum blocker, and that gives them the chance to go out and at them, it is going to be interesting to see what sort of run they can create. Well, that's right. And all it'll take is a couple of quick, you know, knock down two threes, and it's back to a six-point game. And, and you know... The AIS with their youth and enthusiasm run on that kind of emotion and momentum. So, you know, it all it'll take is a couple of quick scores and, and they'll be right back, you know, there with the excitement. And uh, you never know. It's, it is a big ask, 12 points, but it's certainly not beyond any team in this league. As we wait for 
the AIS to re- the capital, sorry, to return to the floor. It's Kennedy Hunt, Martin, Francis, and Cumming to face Bevelacqua, who's watching Hunt at half court now. Hunt gets away from Bevelacqua for a moment. Oh, Francis got away from Bishop, gives it off to Cumming. Cumming put up the three-point attempt. It didn't fall, and Bevelacqua comes up with a rebound. Abrams, Hayes, Bishop, and Hurst are on the floor for the Capitals. As Bevelacqua just trying to get away from Hunt. Lobs it over the top to Hurst. Hurst in a mismatch. Uh, sorry, Hayes in a mismatch. Has got... It is, I don't quite know what uh, Dean Kinsman is yelling at uh, his players. But uh, Hayes is going to go for the bonus now that as was Kennedy just, sits down. That was just a good two-man game there, Bevelacqua and Hayes. You know, good ball screen action, good roll to the basket from Hayes. And AIS switched it up and that left uh, Hunt trying to defend Hayes in the paint. Yep. Hayes couldn't convert 12 points, sorry, 7 points for the game for Hayes. Coming, gets away from Hurst, goes to the baseline. She drove down the line, across the baseline and laid it in. Yeah, good nice drive, good Cum- penetration. Cummings really starting to come together. She played with Dandenong last year, but uh, has taken her time to find a feet in this squad. Driving down the left lane, Hurst goes back to Bishop for three, rattles off the iron. Francis does the rebounding, controls the ball for the AIS, Goes to the right-hand side, gives it to Cumming, into the corner, Martin. Martin drives into the paint. Oh, shot was short. Bishop does an easy work on the rebound that time. 64-52, so it's still 12 points of difference. But now we're down to two minutes left. Both teams on four team fouls here in the quarter. Hayes taking position in the paint. Oh, Bevel Aqua drives into the paint, then goes back outside, gives it to Hurst. Hurst just with a stop-start run, never gave up a dribble. Turnaround, jump shot from the baseline is good. Yeah, she's got a very good hesitation dribble. Very good hesitation dribble. Time out being called. One minute, 48 seconds. Oh, no, there was a sub called on the play and the sub wasn't able to come in. Yeah, so they're just going to take that back there. Clock hadn't started, so it's all A-OK. It's interesting. You don't mind Bishop, I think it was two plays ago now, taking that three. You don't mind her taking that three, provided she's going to get in there and contest the boards. You know, that's that's the rule that I'd be applying to that. You can take that three if it's there for you, Abby, but you need to get in and get after your own board. Kayla Francis being dragged here as Hunt, well, almost caught on a backcourt violation, takes it all the way and lays it in. She did well to recover from that. Hunt now with nine points for the game. As Hurst on the left wing goes to Abrams. Abrams then goes inside to Bishop. Martin blocks the shot from Bishop, but now Tolo is going to be fouled, and that will send Bishop to the line. Yeah, Abby did a good job of getting after her own there. She got the uh, second chance, second opportunity, and uh, she'll go to the line. I think it's, a, it's definitely out of reach now, I'd say, Craig. A minute and a quarter to go. Oh, Bishop misses the first of the two. Bishop on 18 points for the game. She's had a pretty good outing. Yeah, solid performance. Done some good work off the boards too, where we know the Capitals have been struggling. That's right. As Hunt gets across the half, calls coming up to give her a screen, gets it down the baseline, tried to cut the pass across to Esri, who's setting up for the three. Bevelac were reading the play, taps it out of bounds over the baseline. And with 16 seconds on the shot clock, a minute eight on the game clock, the AAS will have possession from the baseline. 
Inbound ball. Goes Esri again, who did set up for the three, but brings it inside. Tolo mugged on the line, but is mugged well. Catch gets the turnover. And now Graffy just whistling on the play <laughs> to say, hold on a second, I want you to run this one. And that means run the clock down. Under 50 seconds now. Bishop and Hurst working it around. Now it goes to Bevelac. Uh, yeah, Bevelac gives it to Abrams. Abrams. Oh, great work by Cumming, but she's been called on the foul. Yeah, I think she certainly got the ball with one hand, but I think the other hand was riding the hit pretty well the whole way. Yeah, Cumming, that will be her first personal, first personal foul of the game. Unfortunately, they've just gone into the bonus on the last foul, so it does mean that Abrams goes to the line. Not an expensive one at the moment, but a 13-point ball game in the end is the advantage the Capitals have. Second one rattles out. Oh. Hayes puts it back in. Very slack boxing out by Makita Martin that time. Yeah, that's disappointing as a coach and as a player when you miss a block out like that. Krista Hayes, I'm sure you'll be talking to her after the game, Michelle. She's had some good minutes and nine points at this stage of the game. Tolo tries to put it up. It's not falling for the AAS late in the match. Look away pass and Martin, well, she mugs Hurst. Look away pass from Abrams to Hurst. Martin just mugs her from behind to stop the shot being put in. Make her do the work from the foul line. Yeah, and it was a Krista Hayes board. Outlet quickly to Abrams. She just pushed it down the floor, get players running the lanes and it's easy basketball. As Hurst makes the first. Hurst now, 15 points for the game with the shot to come. 16 with 20.4 seconds left. Now, what do you do? Run the clock down yeah, or just, just force up a shot? Just play it out. Esri, oh, Esri's pass is intercepted by Bevelacqua. It's a good day for the Capitals. They lead by 17 with 10 seconds left and they're going to take the important minutes, uh, the important points here in round eight of the Australian Defence Force WNBL. The Capitals sweep the series over the AAS 3-zip as... Uh, well, a 71-54 victory to the Capitals at Southern Cross Stadium. Michelle, you're going to head over there and give us a wave when you have some of the players to have a chat with. The Capitals having a resounding win here at Southern Cross Stadium. Leading scorers, 19 points for Abby Bishop. Best on the floor, 16 points to Natalie Hurst. Then 11 points for Kelly Abrams in a, in a good match for her. Also there with a good number of Christy, points. Christy, you got some really good minutes tonight and you look like as the game went on you got more comfortable in the, ga- in the game and playing with the girls. Yeah, I mean it's always easier to get in the flow when you're out on the court for a while. And um, I guess I got lucky because one of my teammates unfortunately got in foul trouble. But I was glad that I could come in and just do my thing. So it's a good win tonight. It's a great win for you guys coming off of last weekend where you were probably a bit disappointed not to get a win. Um, Are you enjoying your time in Canberra and starting to settle in and and looking forward to the rest of the season? Oh, yeah. I was so excited to come to Canberra and just play with such top quality girls and get some great coaching from Graffy. So it's been really good for me. I'm really happy with my choice. And, uh, you know, in the off-season, you'll head back to Tasmania. Is that the plan? or? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Tim and I, or sorry, my husband, Tim, he's the head coach. And then, um, yeah, I play for him. So we'll go back to Tassie, do the Steeble thing, and then we'll see next year uh, what WNBL season has to hold. So it'd be great to come back here. It'd be good to have you back. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's uh, Michelle Hocking there speaking with 
Krista Hayes. As uh, well, Michelle's going to keep talking. As Kelly, she has, uh, that's Kelly a great Adams. win for you guys. I guess last weekend was a bit disappointing to not get a win, but tonight you bounced back and played a good game. Yeah, we did. I mean, you know, credit to the Institute. They play hard every time, and you know, four points um, up at the half time, and you know, I think our defensive pressure, especially in the second half, helped us get that lead. Absolutely, and you seem to be really aggressive getting after the boards. There were patches where you weren't quite as good, but is it something you've been focusing on? Yeah, I mean, it's a definite focus, and we still need to persist with it and keep getting better. I mean, you know, as I said, we went into half-time, and we were 60%. um, They were 60%, we were 40% down on the board. So, you know, that's really critical against the top four teams, is we've just got to keep working on crashing the boards every time. And you personally, you had a good one tonight. I thought that your contribution, both offensively and defensively, and the way that you led the girls was impressive. You're starting to feel like you're really getting back into the groove of it. Yeah, I am. I mean, it's taken me a little while. I think, you know, it's, you know, I'm starting to hit some form now, but I still need to make some shots. So, you know, I miss some easy ones. But, you know, we're getting contributions from across the board, and that's what's important. Good game tonight. As, as Kelly Abrams, as I mentioned before, Abrams with 11 points tonight. Jess Bibby. Jess Bibby here. Jess, you had limited minutes in the first half. Were you struggling? Were you sore? Or was it just, you know, the way the rotations were going? No, just the way the rotations are going. You know, some, some games that's what happens. And, you know, the girls that were on the floor were, you know, were doing a good job. So, you know, you don't, you don't make changes when things are going well. But, you know, it's a team game. And, you know, you, you know when you need to play, you play. And when it's other people's chance, so you, you're ready to go if you need it. It's very true of the group this year, isn't it? That you all come on and you give something different. So, you know, you've got the flexibility in the lineup to be able to do that. How do you find it coming sort of, uh, you know, some game... Well, sorry, you start every game, but then at various quarters that you might come off the bench. Do you adjust to that easily or is that something you're learning to do? Oh, well, you know, that's... You know, the, the reason why I think teams win championships, you know, I came from Daniel where we went 10 deep and it was the same situation. You know, you, you don't have too many teams that, you know, they... They're starting five and then they play 40 minutes a game, don't normally win championships. So, you know, you just, you know, as I said, you just got to be ready to play no matter what your role is. And, you know, just, I mean, I, I think that's really the first game that I've, that I've sat a whole quarter, but, you know, it's, it's not something that phases me or that I worry about at all. It's just, you know, when the strength of our team, if someone's playing well, well, you know, that's, you know, limited opportunity for someone else. But, you know, the next game, it could be, you know, you're the one that's, that, that's needed to be on the floor a little bit more. So. And you guys pretty much go on the road for the rest of the uh, of December. I think you've got one more home game and then it's on the road. How have you been preparing for that? Has that been something, or, I mean, you know, one game at a time, but at the same time are you aware that you've got a lot of travel coming up towards Christmas? I don't know if we've really thought about it. You know, we'll take care of, you know, Dan on hopefully next week and, you know, I think, you know, travelling's going to be an issue for us, you know, going to Russia. You know, I think, you know, going to New Zealand and Melbourne, is, you know, playing trips aren't exactly as, you know, strenuous as going to Russia. So, we'll, you know, we'll handle it and, you know, hopefully take care of business before Christmas and the plans to, to go 5-0 and o before the break. Thanks. As Michelle speaking with Jess Biddy, well, a quiet night by her standings, uh, nine points, scoring those points in the first and the, the third quarters. So, all in all, a 71-54 to 54 game for the uh, Capitals Pete tonight. Here. Pete, you've got some, you know, a couple of minutes here and there, and it's important, isn't it, for you as a player and for the team to come in and contribute in that time that you get on the floor? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, any chance I get, I just go on and especially doing the little things, like setting screens, blocking out, getting rebounds, nothing fancy, just doing little things on the team. Well, that's right, and that was important tonight was to get on the boards, and you did a much better than, job than you have in previous weeks, so you're obviously focusing on that on training, and that's probably one of your strengths is you're always boxing out and always getting after it. Yeah, I mean, it's not one of my strengths normally. I mean, I'm still working on it every now and then, but, I mean, we're looking at training every single day, and, I mean, the second half was a lot better than our first half, that's for sure. 
And going forward into the rest of the season, you guys have got uh, quite a few games on the road. Um, so it's really important, I guess, in that regard, that players coming off the bench are making those contributions with the travel and stuff. Is that something that, you know, you're really conscious of? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm always... I mean. I'm basically a training player, a squad player, and my job is to go in there, whatever minutes I can get, I just go in there and play hard. At training, I make the starters work harder, and I think the big thing for us is getting momentum going into Christmas. I think we need to win, you know, 5-0 and would be perfect for us, you know, going into Christmas, so. Good win tonight, thanks for your time. As uh, Michelle Hocking is looking for the uh, coach of the side, and uh, Carrie Graff is, uh, well, <laughs> she's uh, going to line up with, uh, with Julia White as they... Uh, Work this one out. But, uh, well, uh, looking at the rebounds, the rebounds 37 to 39. So the Capitals still getting out rebounded, but it was Abby Bishop with 15. Uh, you'd be pretty happy with that win tonight. Yeah, look, it was, um, you know, it was a grind out win. I mean, to hold them to 54, I think they're a, you know, they're a good offensive team. And, and that was, uh, you know, we just persisted. I think it was, you know, it was a really physical game. I think we handled the physicality pretty well. and. Um, you know, we got in early foul troubles with our bigs, but I think we persisted. Krista Hayes came in and did a good job, but for us to, to grind that one out, I mean, I don't think it was a 17-point game. It was more like a, you know, eight-pointer, but that was a, that's a W and we'll take it. Absolutely, and I guess uh, you highlighted the fact that you had to play limited minutes. Tracy had limited minutes. Jess Bibby had limited minutes in the first half. So it's important to get that value out of the bench players, and they did a good job getting on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think... You know, Tully set the standard for us from the start with her pressure on Hunt. And I think that was the, the best thing about our game. We persisted with our defensive pressure, and that's who we are. And, you know, eventually you crack teams. You know, they handle our pressure early, but it wears teams down. And, um, you know, I think that was big. And as you say, Natty Hurst came in and did a good job, hit a couple of threes early. And Krista Hayes was really solid off the bench, came up with some big rebounds and some nice finishes inside. So, you know, that's a, that's a big win for us. And going forward, you've got Dandenong next weekend at home, and then you've got pretty much the road up until Christmas. You know, I know it's one game at a time, but you must be thinking about that and preparing uh, your players and your bench particularly to be contributors. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got we to, gotta, you know, like, you know, cliche one game at a time, but we've got to get into Christmas with four more wins. You know, we've got to, I mean, Dandenong, I think, are a, a wounded bull. They've had low-scoring games, and they'll be desperate for a win. You know, when you talk about defensive teams, well, you know, we're a defensive team too, so I think that's going to be a hell of a clash next Friday. Christchurch are tough in Christchurch. Um, you know, they pushed us to the, to the wire down here and, um, and then the Melbourne trip. So, we, you know, we've got four tough encounters, but we've got to just get down in on next week and then go about our business. Good win tonight. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks very much to uh, Michelle Hocking and the uh, coach of the Canberra Transact Capitals in Cary Graff. Dean Kinsman is uh, with Michelle now. Dean, the girls really took it at uh, the Capitals tonight, but just weren't able to get over the line in a couple of lapses and periods of time. Well, certainly one big lapse of uh, concentration and execution. Four up, 44-40, four minutes or so before uh, three-quarter time and a really, really poor series of defensive and offensive efforts for uh, probably 90 seconds. They came out, went 9-0, 10-0 and... Uh, crowd got involved and turned the game and, and you know they continued on with it so um, yeah that part was very disappointing and it's difficult I know you know you called a couple of timeouts to try and stop momentum and I guess to refocus the girls but they just didn't seem to be able to recover from that that um... oh once you give our team their tails up you know they went 18-0 run and the, the pressure's there yeah we had a timeout just before three-quarter time three-quarter time and we called another timeout 90 seconds or two minutes into the into the fourth um you know, trying to help them stabilise a little bit and execute, but 
like I said, when you give a good team a sniff of it and they're they're on a on a roll, you know, we didn't really handle that. And then having said that, we had a moment there where we got it back to ten. Um, you know, when you're playing catch up, you've got to get a lot of things going right for you. You can't afford any lapses, and you know they were just able to ice the game out. And going forward, I mean, obviously you'll go back and you'll talk about this game, look at the tapes and all the rest of it. And next week you're up against, uh, I've forgotten who it is, I'm sorry, the Sirens at home. Um, another game that's important to you? Well, certainly, look, our next two, we've got, we got Sirens on Friday night at home and then we play Perth and Perth on Sunday. And, uh, you know, just by virtue of where we all sit in the league at the moment, the bottom three, you know, those games are really important to all, all clubs. And, uh, you know, if we can come out 2-0 on top of that, that's a... You know, a significant boost for us. Um, you know, we're good enough to do it. We just need to be able to be more consistent. Unfortunately, we've lost uh, Michelle Hocking and Dean Kinsman there. My apologies for that. The Capitals have had a strong win tonight, getting up by over 16 points in the end. It was a impressive performance, although they had their moments and the AS kept battling on all the way. On behalf of Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel. Join us next week for the Capitals up against Dandenong on sportradio.com.au.